Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi, welcome to Season 3, Episode 22 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that is all about VR and AR. And I'm so looking forward to this specific episode because not only do we have amazing topics, but we have them back both. Eric from QTC VR Gamer and Tatiana from Disco VR. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. It is amazing to be back with both of you um with people so that because i haven't seen you guys in a long time i haven't talked to you guys in a long time so this is going to be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it yes it is and yeah we missed each other in germany so you went to germany to gamescom and i wasn't there i did, oh, I did. We were like, that is ridiculous <laughs> i know i know it was so because we were like as uh myself and skiva from from between realities were there for for uh, impact reality we were so excited to go to gamescom because we said we are going to go to the mrtv headquarters and we're exactly. going to go check everything <laughs> out and you can see sebastian and you were like no i'm in taiwan and i'm like no, <laughs> yeah, no. oh really so stupid anyways it's fine now we can finally catch up it seems like you you are in VR heaven. Yeah, I'm in like my white room. I'm in like my clean room. <laughs> I literally, I have just, home. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like, right? I, I literally yeah. have just moved. I, I moved from my home in New York um, like last week. Uh, my, my home from in New York, and we have moved to Florida. We're in sunny Florida. Very and, nice. Uh, I haven't even had a chance to put anything together yet, really, for my room. My, my, I have a beautiful new studio, but I have to build it. I have to make it. Of course, yeah. How cool. exciting. But, yeah, yeah, until then, you are in uh, in VR heaven. That's good. Exactly. <laughs> Tatiana, so good to have you back. How are you doing? I'm having my morning coffee. <laughs> good. <laughs> after having a long, long night. But yeah, honestly, it's it's so good to be back. I think that after I started, you know, getting back into content creation, I felt like myself again after having a baby. Right, so right. I'm super excited to be on the show because uh, I had to miss the previous one, but it's great to be back and uh yeah just feeling a part of this community again is is an awesome awesome feeling yeah and it's beautiful to be able to create something i mean other than babies <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to the world prime right? content by the way this is really good stuff this is really good stuff yeah perfect yeah glad to have you back yeah and of course also here with me sebastian ang founder of mrtv and Tramatech and the host of this show so yeah i'm also really happy to be back here now every saturday to talk with you about all these exciting topics and wow what a week it has been unbelievable first of all the unveiling of the immersed visor and it actually happened on mrtv which is of course amazing so wow we're going to talk about this device we're going to talk about the price we're going to talk about the impact that it might have on this industry because well this is quite some some price right some amazing price 550 dollars well it it was really sending shockwaves through this industry then another price drop and a crazy price drop unbelievable the vario aero went down in price 50 percent to 990 even undercutting the big screen beyond i would say that vario vario has just declared war against pimax and big screen right so wow, that's it's going to be so interesting to find out about your opinion about it and 
there has been some exciting leaks from Pico. So first of all, that's not even a leak. Officially, mm. they have they've shown the the a new controller that's also like a ringless controller that is going to be used on the Pico 5. And there's been a, a video on Billy Billy, which is a, a Chinese YouTube where a YouTuber, like my equivalent in China, <laughs> has the device and went to the, to the Pico headquarters in Beijing and talked to them about the technology behind that controller. And then in the end, he asked them, okay, when can we use this controller? And the guy says, the, the Pico guy says like, yeah, looking forward to it. So he, he doesn't say <laughs> when, but he says like, yes, it's going to happen. Right, and there's been a leak about like a timeline about uh, Pico 5, Pico 5 Pro and Pico 5 Pro Max, which is like their, it seems to be their high-end version of a, of a system that can do both PC VR with display port, exciting stuff, but also standalone. Wow, <laughs> oh wow, so exciting, so exciting stuff. So and, we and, are going and Meta Connect is next week. <laughs> and, and, well, and Meta Connect is next week. Well, actually, it's funny how everyone suddenly rushed to drop their mind. Yeah, yeah, this stuff. Right, yeah, right. Connect. I, exactly. I, I, don't you just feel that like Valve is going to announce something next well, yeah, week? Yeah, of right? course, on the same like, day. Like, I on that day. Like, yeah. like I almost feel like this is the perfect storm. It's going to happen. They did it. To, they did it to Meta when they launched the the Valve Index. Remember exactly they that news like right around when when, when Meta launched the Quest Two or Quest One. And it was received very well. We all thought, hey, that's funny. That's cool. It was not like, oh, how can they do it? Everything, everybody, or the people that I talked to, they, they liked this idea, right? Of like, uh, yeah, um, how to say that? Like uh, to rain into the parade of, um, of Meta. Like everybody yeah. was fine with it. And I totally believe this could happen again. So, wow. So exciting. What an exciting time now again for, for XR. It had, it had been like a weeks of nothing. That's why we were in the, in the break, right? But yeah, perfect time to come back and to find out all about this. Yeah, so for all of you who don't know yet about this podcast, this is live every Saturday on MRTV. The times at the moment are a bit, um, yeah, uh, changing from week to week. But you can also listen to this as an audio podcast everywhere where you can find audio podcasts. And it would be amazing if... Just right now, you would take out your iPhone. By the way, I'm also going to have an iPhone starting from tomorrow, the iPhone 15 Pro, my first nice. iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, take it out, open the podcast app, and uh, yeah, give us a five-star review if you enjoy this very, very good podcast. <laughs> that would be amazing, and more people could find it. So get it out now, and yeah, and do uh, leave us a five-star review if you enjoy this show all right before we get into the topics let's do a bit of a catch-up so eric please tell us what have you been busy with i know you're very busy in this industry mm -hmm. right so so tell us what do you what have you been doing yeah i mean lot, lots going on right now i mean uh, this was supposed to be the slow time like everybody said that you know summertime is supposed to be the slow time but there really isn't a slow time anymore like you know when you're in the industry and when you do this full time like like both of you do it's it's it is pretty much nonstop. I mean, you maybe get a little bit of a breath, but it doesn't happen very often where you can stop <laughs> completely. And uh, you know, I wrapped up Gamescom and, and headed to Germany, and and that was uh, amazing. I, I love Germany. Um, you know, it's good. Uh, <laughs> the Cologne area where that where they hold Gamescom is amazing. Is amazing. And there was a lot of a lot of you know, I'll, I'll recap it real quick just because I know it's been a while since then. But it was a lot of people there uh, in virtual reality, and it was great to see like every night. There was an event that was um, focused around VR, 
and you know you would have hundreds of VR people getting together um, after the you know after the show to just you know kind of get together and talk about virtual reality and developers and you know and uh, manufacturers and, and it was just amazing um, to see all the people there and I, I just really do love our VR community. It's just a really it really feels like everybody is still trying to help everybody else. We haven't gotten to that point where everybody's trying to eat everybody else. It's still like, you know, I, I you always still see yeah. like other developers trying to help other developers if they had an issue with code or, you know, you would just see, you know, two, it's very rare in a business that you would see two competing, you know, either platforms or games get together and just help each other through. So Gamescom was amazing. We saw some, some great virtual reality and, then we ran home and, um, you know, um, just, you know, craziness with impact reality. We launched a brand new website. We have we have our own uh, Congrats. news service. Thank you. Yeah. So we that is amazing. Service. I had a short look update. and it looks it's so nice. So, yeah, you really are rocking it. You're killing it. Like I, I'm, I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, wow, these guys <laughs> really mean they mean business. And I love it. Right. I love how you go at it. Perfect. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, we had a lot of people that um, that we know in the industry that I think are really smart, and we would love for them to kind of write and and do things for XR updates. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be coming to people like Sebastian and and uh, and Tatiana and say, hey, you know, we would love to hear your voice, and if you have something you'd love to write about, write about, come write for us, and come, you know, put an article in. And uh, this is a news. This is going to be a news a, a VR news service that that VR people I think would want. So that's what we're going to try and do. Focus on games. Perfect. That is really cool. Really, really cool. Um, can you tell us again the name of the website? Yeah, it's uh, xrupdate.com. Okay, xrupdate.com. Let me post yeah. it there for people to click on it and check it out right now because, yes, this is a live show. <laughs> 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 and you can check it out. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, cool. Yeah, lots cool. of gaming too. You know, we've tried to get into a lot of games, been playing a lot of things. I, I tell you one game that has wrapped me up this past week, and it's it's a very simple game. I don't know if you two have played it. It's called Gazzlers. But I have not heard about it yet. <laughs> it's it launched on Steam uh and Quest last week. And it's a very simple wave shooter, but it's just got me hooked. It's one of those games where it's got a good gameplay loop. It's like a roguelite type game. Um, so you're constantly having to die to like re bring yourself back to as stronger. And then you okay. like get perks during the round and it's just wrapped me up. Like I, <laughs> I just want to keep going back to it and back to it over and over okay. again. Okay. And it's Let a me check it out, game, man. but I love it. Let me check it out. Yeah. I, I always thought that I'm not into these kind of games. Right. But, but then I played this 2d flat game called Hades. Have you heard about love it? it? Yes, wow. I love it. I it's play on my Steam Deck all the time. Exactly. This is on my Steam Deck. This is my this game defines my Steam Deck. <laughs> There's so yep. much stuff out there. No, really? I play Hades all the time. Hades. And, yeah, yeah, Hades. Because I haven't so... played it with my Steam Deck in a long oh, time. Try this it's out. So it, it, good. It, it, it it's perfect so for the Steam Deck. It, it's so good. Because it, it it's like a top. So it's like a top-down. You know. Yeah. You know. Um, slasher shooter. Slasher, right? But, but with that nice gameplay loop, right? You, you're getting stronger every time, and then finally you can defeat that friggin' boss in the middle, mm -hmm. this Medusa uh -huh. or whatever. It's yeah. they, ah, <laughs> so wow. Give me something like this in VR, and wow, I, I will be there. So, Gasslers. Yeah, give it a try. It's a, it's yeah, a, like yeah. I said, it's a very simple game. It looks very much like Borderlands. It has that kind of uh, cell shaded feel to it. The graphics look amazing. Um, it's just it's just really well done, and for a simple game. Um, that has a hook, you know. It's one of those games that it's one of those games where you go just one more. It's like two in the morning, and you're like, okay, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. one more, and one you do that time. one more, and then all of a sudden, one it's more 4 time, exactly. Yeah, one <laughs> yeah. more time. 
exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, cool. Cool. Thanks for updating us, Eric. So, yeah, so great to have you on the show. Tatiana, what have you been doing <laughs> in the last <laughs> few weeks? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, last few weeks. Oh, yeah. That, gosh. Um, uh, I guess I haven't been on a basket podcast for much longer for than long? that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. Tell I mean, us then, what have you been doing? Yeah, you haven't had a podcast either because of the break. And uh, I was on a, on a break from content creation too, as you know. And some of the people in the chat might not know, but I just recently had my uh, my first baby Congratulations in June. Again. And uh, thank you. Yeah, just uh, bringing a new VR player in the world. And so <laughs> I've been really busy with that uh, for about two months. And um, it was really weird to be away from, you know, creating content in VR in general for so long. So at, you know, at first I was kind of enjoying it, but then uh, I thought, okay, I'm, I feel like I'm losing myself a little bit. I need to start doing something again. So now I'm slowly kind of getting back. And I started uh, making more videos, I think, in August. And uh, it was a lot to catch up on but at the same time it wasn't too bad because again because i'm not like you know the kind of a business owner like eric <laughs> as a content creator it was a slower time than than some other like seasons right like now for example so i would catch up on some of this stuff and then um i was trying like uh, a little bit of pymix crystal with the new update that they have released the eye tracking with the standalone mode so i was kind of exploring that um i also i was sent this 3d camera calf ah yeah i i did the, i did the video on it already <laughs> yeah yeah i am really enjoying it yeah that 3d camera it's it's so incredible really because it's very hard to describe how the 3d videos work like the real ones you know when you record them on your own but once you do and you're putting on the hats and you're you're watching the stuff, it's like that's the way to capture memories, you know? It's the and future. <laughs> I find it so unbelievably incredible because like I've had it as a loner and now I'm recording it all the time, like, you know, with the baby because it's like it's a perfect time, timing. I have a little baby. I can record him now and then I'm going to have like a 3D video you know, he won't be this small anymore. And it got me emotional and all of that kind of stuff. So I think that is great. And it's interesting, you know, if the new Apple Vision Pro is going to have a feature like that, it's going to be very, very interesting. So, uh, yeah. So I'm working on the video like that uh, about it also. And then the back burner, there's lots of stuff I'm working on. But uh, I've already recorded quite a bit. And uh, it's fun to it's fun that anyone can see those kind of videos because they can just upload them to like a shared drive and all you need to do is just download it, put it on your on your Quest or some kind of, you know, headset and you, you can see it too. So it's pretty cool. And another, I guess, a big thing that I did is I got something pricey. <laughs> yeah, you um, did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but... But I, I wanted it, and uh, Mr. Disco wanted it also, and we were just like, screw it, let's get it. So we got a motion rig. Yes. Later. <laughs> I'm, I'm posting your short of it oh, right I... now so people did, can did have get, a look at you it. Get, did you get bit by the the motion, the, the simulator bug? Is that why you did this? Because I, mean, I know you got into GT7 for like a lot, right? Like Gran Turismo 7, you loved it. You were playing it a lot. Did, I did, yeah. Is that did why you did this? Yeah, yeah. Gran Turismo 7 is probably one, one of very few games that I did more than one video on, which almost never right. happened because I don't do that many gameplays. 
And if I do, then it means I really love the game. And if I do more than once, then it's like, wow. <laughs> so I love GT7. And, you know, you're always chasing like the best immersion. And obviously we have VR, which is already a very immersive setup. There's a steering wheel. But the lack of this physical feedback is is what making it, um, it still not not completely real. And now that gap is filled with emotion sim. I got from I got one from DOF Reality, and it's actually a less expensive one than y'all. Almost like almost half the price. So it's a. Uh, it's still expensive, but if you are serious about it, this is probably the most affordable one you can get. That's really good quality. And uh, yeah, so thanks thanks for uh, posting a short. Yeah, that's just a little teaser of what's coming. I actually already prepared a video. I just, um, it's just sitting there waiting to be kind of, you know, going online. It's actually going to go online right after this podcast. So if someone wants to give it a watch, nice. it's not a long one, I promise. But uh, if you want to see my stupid excitement like it's 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 stupid how excited <laughs> <I look. laughs> well, that's what people that's what people want to see that yeah want to see yeah because i'm not like a professional professional racer all i'm just like a casual casual gamer who wants to enjoy the stuff and like i gotta be honest i haven't been this excited in vr in a long while i think the last time it happened was when i tried horizon for the first time yeah but like right, the first right. time, right? That first kind of wow. Yeah, yeah. That was I got a good really moment, excited, yeah. <laughs> but also because, but also because it was a new headset, right? So it was a PSVR two. So it's like oh, all together, like this is so cool. So I guess like PlayStation VR two kind of reignited my excitement for VR. And then GT seven made me realize that I'm actually really into this kind of racing, not like Formula One where it's super realistic, but more like a game, casual, right? Uh, but then the motion rig, it's just, wow, it blew my mind. Like, I was freaking out. I was too excited about it. <laughs> and I wasn't any good either because I was so distracted. I wanted to hit all the cars. I wanted to do everything just to, like, feel the <laughs> shaking. feel the motion. <laughs> and then well, here's a cool thing that I've noticed about it. You actually, like, you're a more careful driver that way because now you know that when you hit the car, oh, yeah. there's got to be consequences. And It can have an impact. Yeah, it's so a simple thing like that, like it can help someone, you know, learn how to be a better driver because you don't want to just play uh, like bumper cars with that. You want to be careful. You don't want to feel that feedback. So it's uh, uh, it's freaking insane. And then my uh, my husband was playing formula with it. He's really good. And he said that the motion rig actually allows him to play better because he can feel when he loses the traction. And he needs to like right, correct yeah. himself. But without this feedback, you start spinning because you don't know what's going on like in the car. So this rig is so realistic with processing this telemetry data that it actually helps you take advantage of it and be a better driver. So it's a it's a must. Like it's I'm not <laughs> I'm not playing any racing without it anymore. It's 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 insane how good it is. So yeah. Wow, you're I'm excited for you to watch it. <laughs> how, how hard was like the install? Like I know some people get like daunted at these things because they are not easy to put together. You, you, you need to have a husband <laughs> like mine to to install it. <laughs> there you go. I did okay. not install it. I'm I'm completely transparent about it. It's very, very hard. That's the one thing about DOF reality. They sell cheaper rigs, but it comes at a cost of like awful awful tutorials and instructions 
I don't know how y'all does it. It looks a little bit more polished. DF Reality is very rough around the edges. But it's cool because you can see those models. You can see those things moving. It's not hidden. It's right there. Like you can see them um, moving the chair. But the setup process is really bad. They need to update their tutorial for sure. We did it. He did it. Um, <laughs> but not everyone can because it also requires a bit of physical strength to do it. Like you actually need to apply force at certain times. So it, I could understand how to do it. But some things I just couldn't maybe even physically do, you know. Hmm. So that's, um, yeah, that's, I guess, a very big downside of that. But that's because you can save like $2,000 on it if you want it cheaper than you are. Right. Nice, nice. I, I can't wait to, to watch your video and to see what kind of impact that has on you, that, that device. It's always it's, great yeah. to, to get the immersion even higher, right? This is what I'm really striving for. Get even more immersion. Yep. That's what we want. So... Anything that can help to improve it, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's definitely the most immersive I've ever been in any VR game, and that says a lot because I've been doing it for a while. So that's it's 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 pretty mind blowing. If you get a chance to, to try it, have you tried actually, Sebastian? Have you tried emotion um, rigs? I have. To, yeah, I did. I did try emotion rigs before. I tried the Yao Two mm -hmm. at some kind of um, expo, and I tried another one in Las Vegas that uh, one of our viewers put together, like a. Uh, Super huge thing, like which cost like thousands, ten of tens of thousands of um, dollars, and it was mm -hmm. just mind blowing. And I was a bit afraid to drive because it had such an impact. You know, if you drove against the wall, like wow, well, you would so heavily feel it on your body. It was mm -hmm. crazy. So it's yeah. the kind of motion rig that has. I want like it in a, my life. I want it in my life too. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of motion rig that you need to buckle up because you can actually yeah, fall right. off of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm working on acquiring something like this <laughs> for, for for myself and also for try my tech. So yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I guess that's that's the biggest <laughs> thing. Um other than that, I'm really looking forward to you know the release of Quest three. Uh, I believe I we think all it's do. gonna make some yeah. huge waves and it's yeah, funny to see how everyone is like striving to release and announce everything they have to announce before the connect. And I'm not different like honestly i'm getting out a lot of content right now that's not quest related related because i just know it's going to be dead on arrival yep. come meta connect so um right. but a lot of quest 3 content is coming so it's i'm, I'm very excited about it mostly because of the mixed reality part right. now that i have a baby i can't spend much time in vr like i can't be disconnected from reality so much but now you so can the, stay in the Quest 3 with the pass-through and still care about your baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I love the idea. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. VR moms, because, man. I love VR moms. Look, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, there are so many games now getting mixed reality modes. Like, I mean, there are games that were made to be mixed reality, but there are also games that's just like, oh, let's let's make it mixed reality, like Demio, right? It's amazing. Like, let's make all games mixed reality so that I can play them finally. <laughs> Yeah, and they're not going to be tech Lots demos of... anymore either, which is great. Like we've been seeing tech demos exactly. for the, the pro for like, you know, six to eight months. But like I tried, uh, I tried one for Drop Dead: The Cabin uh, at Gamescom. They have a mixed reality experience for that now. This look good. That's this look good. Really yeah. good. It's like one of the best I've seen. Like, like you, you like you, um, you map your walls out, and they come out. They come through like doorways in your wall. Is it going to come from also, the crib? Yeah. You, well, Whoa. that's what it is. You can. It's not just your walls. You can map your sofa. Or your chair or your table and then the zombies have to come over those items when you map them into your room so they're actually like leaping over them or jumping onto them so like yeah they'll be jumping like onto your crib and you're gonna protect your baby 
<laughs> wow. Extra motivation. We're going to get amazing mixed reality games that we even cannot grasp right now how good they will be, right? Because they just, they are in our reality. So, wow. I'm, I'm looking forward to that future and I believe that Quest 3 will get us there. But yeah, let, let's, let's talk about this a bit more later. Yeah, cool. That's it, Tatiana? Yes, yes. Okay, I believe I've perfect. taken it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, yeah, let me quickly, very quickly update you on what, what I did. So, yeah, it was a crazy week for VR, right? So, first of all, the Immersed Visor unveiling here on the channel, which obviously was super exciting and got super many people excited, some rattled. So, really, really cool. And we're going to talk about this in a moment. Yeah, then there was another announcement from, from Pimax that they are now um, allowing people to trade in their crystal for the 12K once that comes out. And we're also going to talk about this here um, on the channel, talked about it here on MRTV as well. Then suddenly, um, Vario decided to drop their prices like to 990. Obviously, I had to also had to cover it. So there was lots of things I had to cover. And then I was so busy, I didn't even have time to cover the Pico 5 leaks, which we will, we will discuss in the show. So super, super exciting stuff. And I'm happy to, to be back here on the, on the show. Yeah, other than MRTV, as you know by now, I'm also doing another startup, <laughs> Try My Tech, which is, you, you know it, but probably somebody doesn't know it yet already. It's like an Airbnb for tech gadgets. So if in the future you want to check out Pimax Crystal or another headset, uh, the Apple Vision Pro. If you're somewhere where there's not where there's not Apple Vision Pros, you will be able to do that on Trauma Tech, where people like me and you, enthusiasts, show off their gadgets for a fee. So I have lots of work to do on this, and I'm super happy to tell everyone that now we're getting there with the U.S. page because I am now a U.S. business owner. I've treated it out today. Nice. It's such a cool feeling. So yes, Try My Tech Incorporated is a thing. It's a Delaware C-Corp and I am now a U.S. business owner. So cool. This is such yeah. a cool feeling. It's such a cool feeling. Yeah, so um, now I also get this EIN number from the IRS. I'm now allowed to pay taxes and I am allowed to, to open a bank account, which I did yesterday. So now I can very soon start business in the US. And yeah, so excited about it. Keep an eye out for trymatech.com if you're in the States, if you want to make some money with your Quest 3, if you want to make some money with the Apple Vision Pro in the future, you will be able to, to do so. So go to trymatech.com and sign up right now. Very soon, the first invitations will go out and the first experiences in the US will start. We have already reached that um, stage with the UK and Germany. So now everything is going to start. And I'm super busy with doing everything at the same time. So, yeah, I'm not bored at all. And on the weekend, I can relax by doing this <laughs> podcast in English and in German tomorrow. So, yes. <laughs> Love it. As you guys know, like I'm in this whole XR thing with everything I got. And I still love it. Love it. Yeah. I'm on board with Try My Tech too. Like I'm oh, on that's board. So cool, man. Like that's I am so in. Cool. I'm gonna do it. Um, you know, I talked to Sebastian early on, and yeah. uh, you know, I, you know, in the position I'm in, you know, I'm lucky enough to have all these headsets. I've got oh, man. 25 different headsets, uh, I think, right now. So I, you know, and 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 part of why we do a lot of us do what we do is to try and bring virtual reality to everyone, right? Let's not everybody can try a Pimax Crystal or a Vario right, Arrow exactly. or you exactly. know a Valve Index. So. 
Um, you know, I'm all about trying to, to push VR forward and the more people we can get in headsets, the better. So I think this is an amazing program. And, uh, if you want to come visit me in Florida, you can come visit me and, and try my tech. Wow. This is going to be so cool. And, you know, especially like YouTubers like you, for them, it's perfect because people know you already, right? So this hurdle is gone and they will want to meet you in person and you can even make a video after they have tried it. You know, this is, yeah. this, is inc this is incredible. So I made these kind of videos, the MRTV Experience Experience Reports on, on my German channel. When the Germans came to my office, tried everything out, and people love that content. You know, because, well, these are some people, they are not, they don't have any kind of affiliate link incentives, right? So, so people will, they will, they will completely believe them, you know, like it's, it's just like some dudes that try VR. <laughs> so, so do, do that, do that. Take a video of these people who try this stuff and put it on your YouTube channel and people will love it. <laughs> I love putting people yeah. in the VR. Yeah. 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 I mean, we all do, right? I think we all have done it. I mean, how many, how many, we all have done it. You put people in our, <laughs> people I love get, watching I, first time reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. I get a, I, sometimes I have the bigger smile on my face than the people in VR just because I see like what I yep. felt the first time I get in. When I see somebody have a reaction like I did, it just, it gets me excited all over again for virtual reality when somebody yeah. does it for the first time. So I love it. It's crazy. And think about, we, we got into our first VR headsets, probably, I don't know, PSVR 1 or, or, or original Vibe or Rift, which were okay, but nowhere near as cool as a Big Screen Beyond, for example, or a Crystal. And now they're putting it on for the first time. Are they even more blown away than us, probably? No, <laughs> yeah. no, they're spoiled, is what it is. They're spoiled. They're like, okay, oh, okay, what is that? Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the okay, thing. They're people, spoiled. People who never knew the worst quality, they're going to be like, you know, bitching about the stuff like. You're right. Exactly. Neuron, okay. You know. okay. I'm going to put, right. put somebody in my DK1, see what happens. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. I'll be when the I person who will age. say. Exactly. <laughs> had, I, I just, just want to say. Degrees well, of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> when I started this, I put my phone into some kind of holding oh device. <laughs> and I you could know? only move my head like this, but yeah. not like this. When I was young, uh, exactly. That's, I will say that. I will say that very soon. If somebody will complain about what they see right now, it's so funny. I will say yeah. that to my son, when he is old enough to play VR, he's probably going to be like, you know, I just put yeah. two lenses in his eyes. <laughs> oh, no, <he's> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I want that. Yeah, yeah. So that was my week. Very busy, but enjoying it very much. All right. So now let's get into the into the exciting topics. Wow. And let's start with that Vario announcement. So wow, that was crazy. That was really crazy. They are cutting their prices from yeah, 50% to 990 dollars and euros. So this is really a totally different ball game now. They're, they're back in the game, right? They are now really able to compete again. So um, 990 dollars for the Vario Aero, which is a super high-end headset, giving you truly amazing visuals, super clear visuals. This headset is around now since two years. And when I first put it on for the first time, at that time, I was blown away. I, I couldn't I couldn't grasp how good it was. Like I, I mm -hmm. replayed I replayed games, I, I replayed um Half-Life Alex, and I was simply shocked. I can I can still remember 
the video that I that I put out about this, like um, I didn't even want uh, to wait until I put out a whole video. I just put out the through the lens video of Half Life Alex, and this got like hundred thousands of views because people couldn't grasp just how crisp it is compared to other headsets. So this is now down to nine hundred and ninety dollars. Um, Tatiana, what are your thoughts now? What are your thoughts about this pricing? Is it now a viable option again against the Big Screen Beyond and uh, the Crystal? What are your thoughts? I think it was a very smart move on their part because you're right. The headset is not new, but it still is so um, like it still can compete with the new releases right now. And uh, I, I think like the the only headset that comes to mind that can like rival in that kind of quality is Pimax Crystal, at least in my experience. And when I tried it, the quality was incredibly similar. The visual quality, Crystal, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the Crystal's resolution is slightly higher. Um, I. You know, it's hard to tell that, you know, it is better. I would say like there, the visuals are pretty much on the same level, uh, minus the uh, local dimming, um, you know, on Varia. It doesn't have that. So And the FOV. So the, mm. the second thing is FOV. So whenever I, you know, would compare them and people would ask me, you know, which one they should get and would say there are two factors in play. Uh, FOV, right? It kind of feels like you have this ski mask look on, on Vario. But if there's nothing better, then it's great. So, you know, when two years ago when it was released, that was the best one they can Agreed. get. Now with Crystal, there is something to, to choose from. And so the second factor is the price, right? Because Evario was $2,000 and Crystal was cheaper. So Crystal was a winner in that regard. Uh, if someone is okay having a heavier headset. <laughs> so I love Vario's form factor. And uh, now... Um, now that the price is so much lower, it is it's kind of crazy not to get it, to be honest, because it's super comfortable. It has amazing visuals. It's pretty easy to connect and like start playing right away. I guess like you need to have still base stations, right? Uh, yeah. So Crystal still wins because it has a, a, a and controllers too. tracking and controllers. Yeah, but but it's just it's and crazy an audio how good and a microphone. <laughs> right, right. So, okay, yeah, we have to call it out there, right? Okay, yeah. see, but that's good. Yeah, that's good because there it, the competition is so much more kind of tight now, uh, with with all of these features. I think it's it's a matter of time until Vario still needs to kind of push a better headset. But because you know it's already out there, people already know it. People are already debating whether they should get it or not. They just kind of decided, oh, screw it, we're just gonna give this amazing, like, ridiculous price cut. And it will instantly push people who are still kind of on the verge. Should I get it or should I not get it? It will be a no-brainer for them. And uh, uh, I think that there's another factor here. Um, the Pimax recent kind of the trade-in program. Can okay. we talk about that now? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> We're not yet. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. Um, for those who might not know, if you have Crystal or if you buy Crystal until... Uh, I guess the end of this year, which costs $1,600, you can later on trade it in uh, for Pimax 12K with an $800 kind of credit. So here's the thing. You will still spend $800 because you will buy this headset and you will not get to keep it. So you're going to trade it in. $800 sure. will go towards 12K. You're $800 short. Yeah, but so, you, you, got a, you got a new headset for $800. 
You get it. Yes. You get the crystal for eight hundred dollars. But then you, but then you don't have it anymore. So of course, yeah. That's so right. what you can do, you can spend only a hundred dollars more. You know, instead of eight hundred, I think it's nine hundred. What sixty? Nine hundred something, and you will get the headset that's almost as good, and you will get to keep it. You see what's For happening? the arrows, I see what you're saying. Get the arrow yeah. instead of the crystal, and then. So, so basically, you can buy a crystal and then trade it in and be eight hundred dollars short and not have a crystal anymore, or you can. But spend you will get the twelve k. <laughs> but but you will, but that's your money. That's eight hundred dollars you spent. It's not free yeah, money. Yeah, that's you spend capitalism, it. right? We spend money to get things. So then you <laughs> you can just buy both crist both twelve k and Varian. You can get both of them instead of only buying crystal, and then you don't have it. Then you get. 12k and you're 800 dollars short and you don't have the headset you know what i mean so that's an interesting mm -hmm. situation here you can get crystal now and enjoy it and then you get 12k or you can get vario arrow and enjoy it and then you have 12k as well if you want to buy it <laughs> but the thing is you don't know when we're going to have 12k we don't know how much it will be what if what if it's too expensive and you don't want to buy it for like I don't know, three thousand dollars. So it's it's an interesting situation here. I think with Vario, I think it's an amazing uh, marketing move that they did, and it puts them on the map. They're much bigger on that map now than they were before. Yeah, right. So, so Eric, what are your thoughts about um, the arrow price going down to uh, nine hundred ninety? Is it uh, a no brainer now, like like Titiana thinks, or uh, what are your thoughts about it? Yeah, so I, I think there's two points with this. I think they, number one, Vario did that was a really smart move. They had to do this. The headset was pretty much dying and it was too expensive. It's two years old. They had to make some type of move. So I think this makes a lot of sense to compete with Crystal um, and then to move their inventory. So point number two is I think there's very possibly we may need to see another consumer headset from Vario at some point. Um, and it, I think it makes sense to try and, number one, garner some publicity you know vario's out there we're still making consumer headsets 990 you can get it right now and then maybe down the road here we see uh you know an, an announcement of another headset coming um so kind of mm -hmm. clear the inventory out um because it makes sense to do something else because it is a two-year-old headset um so at 990 i do think uh i i think i think i tweeted out at 990, it's a it's it's a competitor now. It has changed the market. Like it's it's now viable for people where before it really was not, except for the super prosumer, it wasn't really viable because it's not unless you already have the base station set up and the controllers and you know the either the Vive Wands or the the Valve Index Knuckle controllers. It's not just not it's not just what it was at 990. It's still you know um, probably another five hundred dollars for that package if you need them. Um, so I think at 990, it's definitely more attractive, uh, and it will, you know, get people and, and, it, and it's, a, it's for PC VR. If you're looking for high end PC VR, it's one of the best experiences you will have. It was just something I could not recommend to people before because the price was so high and the other options out there, I thought were either as good or close for a much less price. So yeah, I think this definitely gets them into the, the market. I think they will see a little bit of a, a an uptick in sales here. I just wonder if it's a little bit too late at this point. What do you guys? What do you think, Sebastian? 
Um, yeah, so so I totally agree with everything you said. <laughs> so that, that's basically what I can say. So, you know, I, I even didn't mention the Vario Aero anymore on MRTV so much because I simply could not recommend it anymore against the competition. It was just um, too, priced too high for what it offered. So now if you if you just look at what it offers compared to the Crystal, then the Crystal wins in most of the aspects, right? In the FOV and in, in uh, the, the Christmas of the picture, it has local dimming, the, the arrow does not have. So if, if, I just, if somebody just asks me, which of these two headsets gives you the better picture quality, then I simply have to say, it is the Crystal. Right, so mm -hmm. before it was even so much more expensive, the Arrow. So it was absolutely nothing that happened anymore on MRTV, right? But now with that price, hey, it is different now. They, they kind of came back now to the table. I I will say now in my videos, hey, there's also the Arrow. There's also the Arrow, which is a super nice headset, higher build quality than the Crystal, in my opinion. You don't have to worry about the stupid um, battery thing with a, like with the crystal, mm -hmm. right? It's like it's like a very it's a very old machine that works. You you won't have any kind of funny problems with updates that won't work like on the crystal sometimes, you know? Like this kind of quality aspect. That is what the Aero gives me. And for people who want a lighter headset where you don't have to care about batteries at all, I do think the Aero now with $990 is a really it's it's a good headset. But just like you said, it is already a bit old and probably something new will come out from, from Vario. Probably they are clearing off their inventory. So it is not, it is not uh, like an, an investment into the future. So somebody said like, okay, you can own the crystal, uh, the arrow, but then you can also sell it. Yeah, but um, for, for how much money will you get it? Like it, it is now already in the bargain basement, right? So mm. I'm not sure that many people will, will, will get it. So... If you buy crystal now, though, yes, you, you're getting the best visuals that you can have right now, but it also includes already a down payment for the next better device, and you got first purchasing rights. So in my opinion, both companies did the right thing. Aero did the right thing with bringing the price down, and um, Pimax did also exactly the right thing with um, talking about their trading program, which before they did not have. So in my opinion, it's it's really down to to these two things. What do you want? Do you want to have the best visuals right now, and probably also don't want to buy the base stations, and you already invest in the 12K if you want it, then go for the crystal. If if you have base stations, then in my opinion, it's between the Big Screen Beyond and the Arrow, right? Because the Big Screen Beyond it does have a way better form factor, and it also has a better vert vertical FOV than the Arrow. So in terms of the in terms of the, the technicalities and of the device itself, I still believe that the arrow is outclassed by Big Screen Beyond and uh, and Crystal. But yeah, the price brought it back to the table. <laughs> That's basically what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, great. exciting. It, it is exciting. <laughs> it, it is great. So it is great that this is so competitive now. You know, it is it is fantastic that it's so competitive now. And then we're even going to get the, the Somnium VR1 sometime down the line, which also plays in that high-end um, um, mm -hmm. high uh, high market, right? And then there's the visor that people will yeah. probably uh, mod to be able to play <laughs> in OpenXR games. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be in this yeah. industry right now. And then it's going to be the Pico 5 and uh, MetaQuest 3. So yes, 
No, VR is not dead at all. And yeah, I, PC VR I, also not. I, I think it's still important to like address the form factor a bit because there's not a single video I made about Crystal where I had like dozens of people saying that you're going to need like a neck brace or something to hold like <laughs> your your head. If and they you know really what? try I to get that. people in it. And here's mm. the thing. If, if you like want it. to convince people to buy a big and bulky headset like that, you have to offer the absolute best. Like it has to be the best ever headset so that it's worth um, the weight and the size. So 12K, is it going to be like that? Maybe. But Crystal isn't know. that anymore. Because like you said, we have Vario Aero that's already cheaper. We have Big Screen Beyond. So there are alternatives that are not there are, sure. much off. So in uh, that absolutely. reason alone is, uh, is, I think, why people would probably be better off going for either Vario or Big Screen Beyond because you know the money is the same. You're still $800 short with Crystal and you can buy one of these for like $100 more. Plus you have the headset in your hands. So later on, even if you sell it for like 200 bucks, you still have 200 bucks. But with yeah. Crystal, you won't. So that's that's what I'm thinking. All right, it's it's good. We can have different opinions. That's totally fine. So <laughs> so so the thing is, like, um, it it really is the, the best thing is simply to check it out yourself. <laughs> you know, the visuals, like like really do an A/B comparison. Is the FOV good enough for you? Yes or no? Because it it, it is really like kind of. Uh, kind of uh, a bit um, down there important. right now you know oh yeah so so if, if you're not into that then then probably no but you can absolutely also get used to it and you, you can yeah. get used to all kinds of fov so so the Don't best thing wrong the best oh, yeah. thing no, the best thing is close. i love yeah. fov on crystal even yeah. though it's smaller so, than akx yeah. it's amazing i would not want to have vario arrow like if i was given to hazard yeah i want crystal i want it now yeah, <laughs> you so, know? So, so, same here so the best thing is FOV just wise. to to um to compare them side by side if you have the chance <laughs> yeah, they're both great right. they're both great yeah exactly they're both great headsets like that's what they it are. is it's like exactly. it's like um if it would be easy if one of them was like okay it's just not the kid you should go with one or the other that's why uh, that's why it's been so frustrating for me for like the last you know six to eight months you know having the vario arrow because people ask me all the time you know you know what do you think of the vario arrow and i'm like i love it I don't use it much because, you know, for me, it's just, it, you know, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me. Like, I'd rather go to my Quest Pro than my Vario Arrow, uh, even when I'm doing PC VR. It's just easier for me. And it's a, in the Vario Arrow, the, the way it's set up is just not the easiest way, thing in the world because you need an audio solution, because you need, you know, a mic. And because, you know, it's, it, it's just not, it's not easy. The UI, you still have to get into the, the, the Quest Pro is so easy to put on and I can get really good fidelity out of that headset. So, and, you know, but that's a, that's a thousand dollar headset also, you know I mean? So, um, I, I'm, f I'm glad they finally got to where they're viable at 990 and they've entered right. the market. Like that's the viable. That's, the that's a good point. We, yeah. Like we have Vario, like Vario is viable now and I hope they stay. I think they will stay var um, viable for the future. So it's a new company that's not just enterprise anymore that will maybe enter the consumer market at a more affordable level to where everybody can get a chance to try and go get it. Right. And I'm, I'm really glad. Again, I'm glad that this was, the price came down now. So again, it's a viable option. And again, it's a great headset. And for those who want an amazing uh, visual quality and who don't want to want to deal with that battery stuff, for example, of the crystal, it's fantastic. Yeah. So, so the, the crystal, don't get me wrong, it is not a no-brainer. The crystal is not a no-brainer. I don't 
I, I still don't get over the fact that this has standalone that nobody wants, basically, right? Nobody <laughs> yeah. wants that. Nobody wants that standalone stuff. And if if the standalone stuff would be good for one thing, it would be for virtual desktop, which is not on the device. So the crystal is not a no-brainer at all. But it can give us a really, really great uh, visual fidelity for PC VR, and I truly love it. And the thing about the, the neck breaking, I really can't hear that anymore. You know, I understand there's this super negative sentiment for, for, some, uh, in, for some people, for, for many people, because uh, in the past, basically it sucked, right? And it's easy to, to play on the sentiment. And we talked about this last week with, with um, Steve, where he also said, like, it, there's so many hate for Pimax and people don't even check it out themselves really because if you when you wear it it's not going to break your neck right so so I really don't like to hear that that breaking the neck thing which is not but, true but the thing that bothers me about it the standalone because you said you you know nobody wants it and yeah yeah I'm, I, I really it's, I, it's, it's, a, it's a no it's a it's not a no-brainer this device I don't like this part <laughs> they should so, have come out with a version without it yeah, and you know, that's what bothers me. And it makes me, well, it almost makes me angry, you know, uh, because think about this headset, how much cheaper and lighter it would be if it didn't have this yeah, standalone I mode. I agree, I agree. And like, you could have, so it's like Pimax resources, both, you know, financial and like people, the teams working on making the standalone mode work and function and, oh, do, exactly. and do well. And they will, I mean, I've tried it. You've tried it. It's nowhere close to Quest. And that's the king of standalone. And if there is something already better, how, why are you trying to catch up with something that's you're not, you're not, it's not your strongest suit. Nobody's buying Pimax Crystal for standalone. Right. right. And it's just, a mistake. It's just a stupid mistake. <laughs> well, you have um, to have a store to do it. And they don't have a store. They have they, like, like you, if you're going to do it, you have to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's making me sad because I I can almost like imagine how much more polished this headset would have been if it has this focus on PC VR and uh and then it would be more affordable. So it's yeah. Okay, I know they're yeah, trying right. maybe in the next situations it would be better, maybe. So it's like a trial, let's see how it goes, you know, like with Quest Pro, not everything is great about Quest Pro, but I hope that everything will be great with Quest 3 because they've learned with their on their mistakes. So I hope that this is just their way of testing the waters, seeing no. what the community thinks about it. <laughs> I hope um, so. I, I, you know, I really don't. I really don't get this uh, decision. It doesn't make sense. It's just yeah, like uh, it, it just. It's, a, it's just a stupid mistake. Sorry to say it so clearly. In my opinion, right? Why don't you give us the 8KX oh, with the crystal lenses? Boom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, People I, would I love it. It would be the. It would be the the best seller. Everyone who loves PC VR would get this friggin' 8KX with crystal lenses. Boom. Yeah. Finish. This is Pimax. The they always do this. Yeah, like, I know. It was either either they have five headsets, you know, that they've they've cut that down now, but now they have one headset that's trying to do five different things. So it's yeah, like, like they never Jack, focus Jack of on all one trades, thing. Master yeah, of yeah. none. Exactly. Point, it's like right? it's like they're it's like they're all over the place. Instead of putting their yeah. focus in one direction and making a great headset that's amazing, they try and make five headsets or they try and make one headset like you know a Swiss Army knife that has fifteen yeah. different uh, uses and which is not good for anything. Great. But but okay, right. PCVR it is good. But but the the, st the other stuff no. And then why do they waste even more resources to work on that portal VR thing that also nobody is going to use? I'm telling you, there won't be so many games for that portal VR thing. 
everybody can get like a used Quest 2 and get a better experience out of it with with tons of games. So I'm just thinking about the amount of resources yeah, Timex is, is, is wasting to, to build that portal VR thing that nobody is going to use is staggering. Instead of um, wasting these resources, why not build a sexy micro OLED headset with a wider it's, FOV that everyone would want, want? Pretty much exactly what I said in my video too. It's like, it's a shame. It's a waste, it's, it's waste a of resources mm -hmm. because it's, no it's one will buy Pimax for standalone, but Nobody. everyone will buy it for the best visuals. And I'm not like, people called me like, uh, uh, you know, enamored by Pimax back when I was trying it uh, on CES and road shows because I didn't have to set it up. And all I saw was like visual clarity. And I just said, wow, this is the best VR quality I've ever seen in my life. That alone will be enough. Like, Pimax, this is enough. Just mm -hmm. take this and work on this to polish it. Don't add stuff in it. We are already impressed. Don't right. ruin the I'm there. The it's still, yeah, I'm there. It's still great. Like, today, if you ask me what is the what is the best looking headset through the lenses, I'm going to tell you the Pimax Crystal. Like, Absolutely. I, Absolutely. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. Yes. Go do go do kayak VR and, and the Pimax Crystal. It will blow you away. It's shocked. better than the Arrow. It's it's better than any other headset than... I own, and I own them pretty much all, just like you guys Same. do. So I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you now, like, so don't discount Pimax, you know, just because it's Pimax. You know, that's the problem no, with Pimax. They've got don't love you. exactly. It's yeah. so easy to set up. They got now. better. It's plug and play. It's yes, so no, good. Their like, UI is so good now. You back everything I said, you know, because they really. fixed it. I'm like, good job. Like they I got really better. It worked on my 3080, even yeah. 3080, you know, it's, I'm so glad. So I was very happy. We were playing Formula One yesterday and it was amazing. So it's just, yeah, I hope maybe they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> they are listening for sure. It's still a fantastic we headset. Like, we love you, Pat. You know, I, I recommend people to buy the headset. Like to me, I think the crystal yeah, is, a, is a viable headset. I would go out and get it. Like if viable. You're, if, you're, if you're if you're like what's yeah, it's viable. If you're if you're looking for the what's what's the PC VR headset that I want right now, that's going to give me the highest fidelity that I can go out and have the most amazing experience in. I'll recommend you to go get the Pimax Crystal. I know the build quality is good. The company is backing behind it, so I know it's going to be it's good. So I, I don't have a problem with somebody going out and getting it. It's just the if you're gonna go get it for the standalone, I'm just no, gonna no. say no. Don't Absolutely no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right. So yeah, here I li I, li I really like this. What the Savian said. I'm glad Sap stressed how people hate on Pimax, almost like it's a trend. It's ridiculous, really. So yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so mm -hmm. by the way, dear Pimax, if you're watching this, and I know you are watching this, <laughs> please drop that Portal VR. Really, nobody wants it. It's, it's just costing you resources. Don't do it. Why don't you instead please uh, work on that smaller micro OLED headset with a bigger FOV that people want. People know you for like pushing the boundaries. So there's going to be many micro OLED headsets. You could be the first to give it to us with a wide FOV, you know? And probably, probably even, uh, yeah, with your own tracking because it's got better already. But also... Yeah, or it could be another version with um, with um, with the lighthouse. Could be too. So, please, please don't waste your resources for um, yeah for this um, portal VR. Instead, make the headset that people really want, and people would want to have a micro OLED from you, which has a wider FOV. That's that's what I think. Or even the 8KX with uh, crystal lenses. Also okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could also do that.
people would also buy it yeah so rent over <laughs> rent, rent over yeah, let, <laughs> i let like it rent a i love it i love hearing the rants it's my favorite oh uh, yeah rents is uh, fun sometimes <laughs> yeah yep. yeah so so cool it's getting more exciting varios there crystal is there big screen beyond also there they're shipping in the U.S., right? Super nice, cool that people are finally getting those devices. And I would love to hear, like, um, yeah, what what real people think about it. Uh, I would, I'm going to check out if there's something on YouTube of actual people using the Vision Beyond. I would love to see more of that. Yes. So that was the topic, Vario going down with their prices. Now, another really huge, huge thing is the Immersed Visor. And we, we had heard from the company about it a couple of weeks ago. And now, finally, on Tuesday, they released all the stuff in an interview with me and also, of course, on, uh, on, on uh, Eric's channel, then later with more information, which was really amazing. So for the people who don't know yet about the visor, it is a hardware. It is a VR headset or a mixed reality headset made by Immersed. And Immersed is actually a software company known for their Immersed app, which is an app made for work where you could see several screens in virtual reality and therefore yeah, simply having more screens to work on when you're working on your, on your computer, on your laptop. So very, very cool. And they thought, you know what? We need a headset that could give users exactly that, the best quality to use their Immersed app on. And they, 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 they were pitching this idea to all the headset companies and none of them actually wanted to do it. So they thought they would do it by themselves. Well, together with Qualcomm and Intel. And that is now the visor. It's a headset made for work, right? So you plug it into your computer and you use the, the, the Immersed app. And uh, well, this is a, a mixed reality headset with micro OLED displays which have a 4K resolution, just like the Apple Vision Pro, or there's also a 2.5K version, which has the same resolution like the big screen beyond. It has 100 degrees field of view, so way better than those augmented reality headsets, which only have like 50. It has the, its own 6DOF tracking with building cameras. It has pass-through, color pass-through, made by two cameras. I totally got that wrong, by the way. I thought it was only like a death incorrect um, pass-through. No, it has two cameras, two RGB cameras, and a depth sensor. And the cameras, um, according to Renji Bijoy, the founder, are supposed to have like a four times higher resolution than the best thing that's on the market right now. So it sounds like a pretty, pretty amazing package there. It also has the XR2 chipset, so you could also use that uh, wirelessly with your computer. So if you want to go to the to the whiteboard to draw something, you don't need to be connected. But in general, it is a wired connection to give you the, the highest the highest kind of quality. And also it uses a battery pack just like the Apple Vision Pro. And then the unbelievable thing happened. He talked about the price. This device is priced at $750 only for the 4K version and $500 for the 5 for the 2.5K version. Wow, that was quite exciting to find out about. So what do you think about it, Tatiana? What are, what are your thoughts about the visor? Um, I'm, <laughs> my thoughts about the visor is that I wish it was a gaming headset. 
Ah, you're right. right. I did mention this. Exactly. It is It is for work. It is for the Immersed app. Yeah. Um, Renji said it is an OpenXR headset, so they allow people to mod it. And I suspect that people are going to mod some kind of OpenXR runtime on it so you can do your Microsoft Flight Simulator. Or that is my hope. I don't know. So This is not a SteamVR headset. Exactly. Go on, Yeah, Tatiana. I'm sure of it. So it's... Yeah, it's just that I think about it. It looks so good. And it. I always wish, like, man... When are we gonna get get like this kind of form factor and quality for like VR gaming? But of course, I think that it is even more important for work because if you're working, you gotta spend, you gotta be able to spend like hours and hours just like you do um, in front of your screen. The problem is that I haven't seen much success of any of the headsets, um, you know, to be used for work primarily because of the like the comfort and quality. Like we yet to see that uh, Quest. Pro tried that. Um, Apple is obviously trying to do that. We're going to see how it works. And now it's another one that's trying to focus on work. But I just, I don't know. Um, historically, there hasn't been much success in just focusing the you know, business and work and productivity because it's a huge paradigm shift that they're attempting here. To switch people from working on a screen to working in VR is like a big, um, um, you know, it undertake undertake. What's the word? Basically, they're trying to undertaking. Or... <laughs> undertaking, yes. So, um, <laughs> I want to. I kind of still think that if they address the gaming aspect, at least maybe a little bit, maybe they'll attract some people. Obviously, we will still get it because we're in the VR field and we will want to test it. A regular consumer, seven hundred fifty dollars. We know it's not a lot. Like we know for what it is, it's not. It's it's a great price. It's cheaper than what we've already seen. Will a regular consumer buy it if they already have everything they do for work? They're already productive. They already have monitors. Why do they need to spend $750 to change what they're doing? That is exactly what people thought about the iPad. Why would I need an iPad? I have an iPhone. And now everybody's using it. What are your thoughts, Eric, about the, about the visor? So I was exactly in Tatiana's camp until Thursday. <clears throat> um, and I'll, I'll explain why. Two things, um, Renji um, Bitjoy, the uh, the CEO and founder, is extremely intelligent and makes a compelling case for this headset that I started to listen to and I kept an open mind about, and he's kind of turned me around a little bit on this. Um, the other thing that I, the, the other reason I think this headset could be viable is because of the Immersed app itself. So you can't talk about the visor unless you talk about Immersed. Immersed is... You know, whether we use it or not, there are a lot of people out there that do use Immersed. Immersed is a it's very good. popular app to use. Right. And, you know, um, because it is very much a workflow app and you can have five screens, you know, and then why would you want five screens or why don't you just use your monitor at home? Because you can use it anywhere. Um, you don't have to be locked in front of your desk. You could be on your couch. You could be in your bed. You could be at a coffee shop. Um, and also most people only don't have a big monitor. Like I have a big, huge monitor. I have five monitors set up here. So it's easy for me to do. What about the person that's only running off of a laptop? It's all they have a 15 inch screen. What if I told you for, instead of buying a whole setup, that's going to cost you thousands of thousands of dollars that for 750 bucks, I can give you five 50 inch monitors in front of your face and you can operate in that environment, but you can do it comfortably. You can do it without any stress on your head. You can do it in virtual reality so you get the distractions of your real world out of it. You can be wherever you want to be on a beach or you can be in a beautiful conference room. Um, you know, to do things in VR, 
but do them comfortably, but work proficiently is a big deal. Now, it's not a big deal to me because that's not something I do. But my partner, Todd, my channel partner, Todd, uh, who I do Q2C VR Gamer with, this is exactly what he does. He works with his Quest Pro in Immersed. He's been working in it for over a year and a half. He, he, because I, 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 I said, Todd, sell me on this because it doesn't make sense to me. And he made a compelling case. And then when Renji came on and told us about this, the Immersed app is what makes this headset viable because you can't really have one without the other to the point where he said, nobody else wants to make this headset. We need it. We, we already have a lot of people playing, you know, in our app working. How do we get more? The only way to get more is to make a headset that is small enough to get people to want to be in it all the time. And that's what they had to go to do. Now he said a lot of people want to make this. A lot of tech companies wanted to, he, he, he pitched this and they all said, yes, this sounds amazing. And he said, great, you'll help me. And they said, no, we won't because it's not, it, it, it's for them, for a big tech company, it makes no sense. It's too small of a use case. But for somebody like them, it makes a lot of sense to do something like this because their hardware will help them sell their software. And here's where I think it, it's really good. And then the other point I want to make with this, everybody needs to remember this. This is an unlocked headset, which means you can sideload anything onto this headset. So you will be able to, I guarantee you, you're going to be able to have Steam on here. You're probably going to have, be able to have Steam VR on here. You're definitely right now, basically, it's your la you're running this headset off your laptop or your, your PC computer. So you're going to be able to play flat screen games in this thing, just like you would, you know, but on a 200 or 300, you know, inch monitor, you know, in front of your face. So there will be gaming in this. It's not just immersed you're going to be able to do in here. So I have quickly switched over from very skeptical to completely on board with this headset and i am looking forward to what they could possibly do with it the form factor here blows me away i'm sorry i talked so long <laughs> no no it's great <laughs> and uh, yeah again i can only second this but uh, i was not even skeptical in the beginning because this is exactly what i want i'm working quite often with my macbook air when i'm out and about i know i have a, this um uh, RV, do you call it RV, this camping thing where I can drive around and live in it <laughs> if I want to. So, um, yeah, and then I only have this small screen, the small screen to work with of my MacBook Air 13-inch, not good enough to really do lots of work. So, yeah, I could buy, like, um, um, physical monitors, but they would take all my space in that caravan. So, no. But if this could really give me what they promise, as in, like, virtual monitors that are so good in quality that I cannot um, make the differentiation if they are real or not. Come on, really shut up and take my money. And especially, <laughs> really, I, I totally mean it because $750 is going to be way cheaper than buying all these uh, real monitors to allow me to have this five monitor setup that I can really do productive work with mm -hmm. no matter if I am in my caravan or in, in a... In a, in a plane uh, flying from Taiwan back to Germany. You know, this is exactly what I want. And I already love these AR headsets, right? Xreal, Viture, um, Rokit, I love them. I love them for watching a movie and um, yeah, basically for watching a movie and playing some Steam, Steam Deck on it, on that nice screen. And I tried to work with it. I tried it with the Xreal. And yes, the, the quality is there in terms of um, the visuals, but that super small FOV kills it. I cannot work with it. I cannot work with these with, with these headsets um, because the FOV is too small. So if this device now gives me that perfectly 
6DF tracked um, experience, which also the AR headsets don't give me at all, right? It's strange. Come on, really, shut up and take my money. This is exactly mm -hmm. what I want. And I, I, don't, I don't care about that this is not a SteamVR headset. Actually, in reverse, I think it's smart to completely focus on this use case and kill it. Instead of trying to be the jack of all trades, like other companies that we talked about in this in the show, right? And then not really like um, owning the Steam VR aspect if it's if it's not perfect. So just kill this one use case, make it amazing, and I'm totally on board with you. If there is some benefits, like somebody mods in Microsoft Flight Simulator later, yes, and I am totally with it also because I believe that for gaming. There are amazing headsets. Big Screen Beyond is amazing. Other headsets are amazing. Quest 3 is going to be amazing. Pico 5 is going to be amazing. I'm, I'm good with this use case. Now there's Apple Vision Pro. It will show us this other use case, the virtual screens, right? For your MacBook, for your stuff. But now you have this here, which basically also wants to be big in this kind of use case, but also for Windows machines, also for Linux machines at a seventh of the price. I think it's a genius strategy. I really, really think it's a freaking genius strategy. And the only thing that I hope is that this will become a real product. Because unfortunately, as, as great as everything looks, I must tell you that nobody that I know has looked through it and told me, yes, it is exactly as it looks. So I still must, I still must um, bring people down a bit I need to see it first. I really need to see it first that it works just like this. You know? Mm. I need to see that it's exactly as good as it is here. So right now we're imagining that it's as good as it is. Right? And I do and, and yes, Renji makes an amazing case for how amazing this could be. But I have to see it for myself before I could recommend people to spend the full amount of money that they're asking right now. In their in their pre-order campaign to to give it to them, you know. So I really need to see that first. I hope it works. I hope it works. I hope because I, I, one I'm, thing, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. One thing I was uh, kind of considering buying, you know, there are those um, monitor inserts that you can put on top of your laptop screen and then opens oh, up with your button. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you have those a three cool. monitor setup. Those are cool. They are not cheap either, but I was really um, kind of considering them for when I'm on the go, you know, somewhere I'm, you know, traveling and I would like to edit a video or something because that's, you know, I need more than one screen to edit a video. And that mm -hmm. is the main reason why the only place like in the world where I edit videos is right here, like at this desk, because I have my yeah. three monitors here, I have my PC and um, I kind of do it here. And I would mm -hmm. love to do it elsewhere <laughs> could, could you imagine doing your like I, I, this is what i think of think about you tatiana doing your editing but the screen is huge and you can look at every little tiny thing on that when you're editing because you, you, you know editing is a lot of you know very fine movements and, and and exact things and if you can see your screen so much bigger in front of you when you're editing that would be amazing for for people like us. See that that is a that's why I hope that they will succeed. But it's not even about having the screen bigger or better. I'm okay with having just regular, very realistic looking monitors or screens that look like monitors, but anywhere, so I can right. go like 
downstairs and be with my baby or I can travel to Ukraine and stay there, you know, with my parents or I can travel to Europe and just have like a Euro tour and still work on my videos while I'm in the hotel or something. I mean, that kind of mobility, it gives you freedom. And, you know, we, we kind of work online, like we work from home, but that's the thing. We work from home. It's very hard to do any work when you're not at home, even when you don't have to like physically be in the office. So um, I really hope that they will succeed in that because I love this idea. But just like with everything, uh, I mean, every trailer, every presentation has has been like, this is the best product you've ever seen. And inevitably, we find something to complain about because this is not ready. This is not a good quality. That one Software. looks fuzzy. Software yeah, makes such so, a big difference. We know it, yeah, right? So let's tone down our expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Recognize it's also good for the... them. It's good for them as well to tone down the expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, recognize the benefits that this can bring, but also accept the fact that this is probably, you know, gonna need multiple iterations until we get it right. Like, I don't think the first try is going to be like, yes, this is this is the future of working, uh, you know, remotely and working in in AR. But I it want might it to be, be a very device. big step. Yeah. Me too. Like, I want yeah. it. We all want it, right? Yeah, we all want it. But but yeah, like software just makes such a big difference. Like, I honestly, I trust. Um, Quest, uh, I trust Apple that they're going to hit it out of the ballpark with the Apple Vision Pro in terms of that it really works like they have shown it in, in their amazing presentation. I trust them, right? But for, for, for this, um, I hope it would, but we don't know yet, would it really work? They, it also has eye tracking and hand tracking, by the way, right? So they can do the same stuff that Apple does, but do they have the resources to pull it off? We will have to see it first, right? So yeah. let's wait and see. Yeah, and they're also I, claiming I, I really the pass-through. Yeah, right. They're also claiming the pass-through is going to be the best pass-through that you will see. So be, uh, Renzi is talking about making sure that the pass-through is so good that you can read your phone without, you know, without having to ever take your headset off. So that the pass-through and what, that, what the resolution that has to be to be able to see that type of detail, I mean, that, that yeah. is workflow. Like, you, like, you know, if you, if you don't have to like peek down through your headset to do something, that's workflow. Uh, it was so interesting to see all those like comparisons of Quest 3 pass-through versus this versus Apple Vision Pro because they both have uh, depth sensors, right? This one, Visor will have a depth sensor as well. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes exactly. Yeah. Now, I am fully expecting to be able to just like get my phone and write a quick mm -hmm. text or something. Like I, if it's anything like, I think at this point with all the hype that's going around pass-through, if it's anything worse than I can be in VR without removing my headset and talk to people and be functional, then it's a fail. At this point, yep. with all the promotion, with all the hype going on, it has to be that kind of level. Like we are done. We're past black and white pass through and fuzzy colors. We are. Get something real now. Yeah. I, I, I so, so root for them. I so root for them. I hope this becomes just as amazing as it looks because in terms of the design, yeah. Just well done. Just well done. Like all the all the stuff that's inside, it's like um, stunning to put it into this kind of form factor. And I totally agree that I would wear this in a, a plane or in a Starbucks mm -hmm. and work. Read this kind of design. It's even less um, yeah crazy uh, as compared to the Apple Vision Pro. The Apple Vision Pro is quite a big headset. 
and mm -hmm. you might still feel a bit funny to wear the Apple Vision Pro <laughs> in, in, a, in a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, with your eye. Oh my, your, your <laughs> creepy eyes. <laughs> yeah, with the creepy eyes, exactly. <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Probably it works. Probably the eyes work. I don't know yet. Probably. I mean, I want it. I, I want it. I want, yeah, we, we <laughs> I want will those buy creepy it. Eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. They're creepy. So, <laughs> they and creepy. I will wear the Apple Vision Pro in public. Eh? Mm -hmm. But but this is even in terms of how it looks, it's even more acceptable and you don't even need the kind of uh, apple brand identity to make it uh, viable you know this really mm. this is this is interesting this is pretty good yeah i'm 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 like i'm in the same camp you are i mean i am i have have um tempered optimism like i i was i was in a no-go before the you know before i talked to renji i'm like i don't see it i don't understand it you need to explain this to me and then after getting into immersed a little bit more the app itself and then understanding a little bit more of what he sees for the future of this headset um i am in you know I, i'm optimistic and hopeful that it's good I would not recommend anybody to go out and early bird buy this thing. I'm not saying to do that at all. I think everybody should wait when people like myself and Tatiana or and, and Sebastian get a chance to test these things out, come back to MRTV, come back to Disco VR and my channel, and we'll tell you guys that, you know, we'll give you our honest opinions of what these things are, um, you know, just as we always do. So I would just, like I said, everybody be patient and wait, and uh, we'll let everybody know. Cool. You know what? I'm going to start a poll. This is too interesting. Are you going to buy the um, immersed visor? Yes. No. <laughs> and um, I'll I'll wait for reviews first. Okay. So please, please um, give us your vote. And let us know what are your thoughts about the immersed visor. Interesting. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one. That yeah. is I would say maybe I would say maybe check yeah. out the app too. Go check out immersed and see because yeah. that's that's what you're gonna be mainly using it for. It's free. Exactly. So. That's pro it's really good. It's really good that we can check out the immersed app right now on basically everything that's out there. I personally like it. I think it's great. So that even helps with with, with making that uh, that decision or your own yeah forming your own opinion about the company you know and mm -hmm. about the product so do you want this what you get now with the pico 4 and the quest 2 do you want this in a super high resolution with that form factor so yep will be super super interesting well exciting stuff i'm, I'm really excited about everything that's going on what a week what a week it has been crazy Crazy, yeah, it's crazy. only going to get busier. I feel like as we're stepping into the the busiest time of the year for VR. Exactly, exactly. So that is a perfect segue to the next topic, which is the Meta Connect. We did talk about it last week already, but now I want to hear your opinion, Eric and Tatiana. So Tatiana, what are your thoughts about Meta Connect? Are you looking forward to it? And um, I, how much are you anticipating the Quest Three? And do you think it's going to be as big as a success like the Quest 2? Oh man, so many questions. I hope you noted them down. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to Connect. I do want to see that what they're going to present. Uh, about MetaQuest 3, dang it, I really wanted to be the sensation that Quest 2 was. And I think that specs-wise, it's going to be. Um, because I truly want to believe that Meta learned from their mistakes with Quest Pro. 
um, they now have a fully kind of a gaming or mixed reality focused headset that's not doing that working, you know, like productivity business enterprise focus that Quest Pro had. And, uh, and I want to see a headset that's fully dedicated to gaming, whether it's in VR or in pass-through. I do think that the price is going to impede it a little bit. And I'm not saying that the price is unreasonable. I think it's okay, but it's still not $299. And that was right. the sensation back then when Quest 3 was out. It's, they probably were losing money on it, and that was A lot. the strategy. <laughs> and that, that in combination with how awesome Quest 2 was and how, how different and revolutionary it was you know, for a standalone, for the quality of a standalone headset, um, I made a video about it really, like I was trying to compare the prices even in that, like to, 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 to tell people that, you know, it's not that much. I think 499, like if you take inflation into account, it's almost as much as the buying power of quest two back in 2020, but I don't think people are going to care. I think people are only going to care that the price tag is higher than quest two. And it's not going to be like, it's already out of range of the impulse purchase like it's not going to be an easy decision like a gimmicky christmas gift or birthday gift that someone can get just to see if they like it or not so only yeah. that would be the reason why it's probably not going to be as big not so fast at least but i hope that it will get there eventually because i do have a lot of hope and faith that quest 3 is going to be the next best standalone headset which also best like mixed reality applications because let's not forget it has the biggest game library no one can compete with that both standalone and pc vr not even that pimax will... <laughs> with their tens and tens of games on their oh, store yeah. and uh yeah that's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take too much time with that short answer yes i'm really looking forward to it and i cannot I cannot wait to try the Quest 3. I think it's it's going to be the next big step in standalone VR and PC VR. Cool, cool. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Tatiana. Absolutely. So, so Eric, what, what are your thoughts about it? Yeah, number one, I'm really looking forward to MetaConnect. I'm glad it's somewhat back in person again. Uh, it's not the you know OC6 that we saw in the past where everybody is invited to go, but I, I am going to go. I didn't get a chance to go, so I will be out there live for it so i'm excited for it i hope it's something special i hope we see the quest 3 i hope we get some hands-on time with it um fingers crossed and then the quest 3 itself um you know i, I am kind of along the same lines as, as tatiana i i think it will be it will be somewhat close to the quest 2 i don't think it will be the exact same hype and and popularity uh as the quest 2 but i think it will be big one thing that will help it um for, especially for the holiday season, no big consoles to buy this year, right? For people, um, um, I mean, they're out there, PlayStation Five, Xbox, but they've been out there now for a long time in their cycle. So, if people are looking for a tech present for you know someone out there, they probably already have a PlayStation Five, or they don't want a PlayStation Five, or they already have an Xbox, or they don't want the Xbox. So, there's not a big console that's out this year or out last year that you need to go get for somebody. So the Quest 3 is viable. It is here. It's, it is going to be a little bit more expensive, but I think what's in it is really, really good, and I think it's definitely worth the money. Um, so I think it will be a big hit, and I think um, the games that are announced along with it, because of some of the high-profileness of those games, I think will draw people in as well. So I think we'll see that. 
kind of a hit that AAA games that we're looking for um, being announced around the uh, around the launch of the headset will definitely help. So I'm extremely excited for it. We need a big hit right now. Like we need like PlayStation to me has not fulfilled what they what we thought it was with the PlayStation VR two. To me, they've lacked dropped behind. the ball. I would they call have it. completely dropped the ball. Good, good word for it because they have. And so right now, VR it needs a boost. It needs a shot. We need a home run from somebody, and I want that to be Meta. Now I know every not everybody loves Meta out there. I get it, but everybody that's watching this, I assume, loves virtual reality. So you maybe don't want to root for Meta, but root for VR and root for this headset to do well because. We need it. Like right now, we need it. We need an infusion of excitement. We need an infusion of people, new people in VR. We need a new infusion of games in VR that we all want to play. And I think this will help us get there. Yep, absolutely. Going to second that. Well I talk, said. I, well <laughs> said. I talked about it already last week, so I'm not going to go deeply into it. But I can just say, yeah, I totally agree. And yeah, even though, you know, I was like um, totally against Meta for that Facebook, forced Facebook login, right? I was mm -hmm. like the, the guy, right, with here, don't do this. But no, I, I've completely, they have um, reversed that. So I'm totally um, appreciating how much they do for VR. And I absolutely root for the Quest 3. And just like many others will do, I will, I will heavily... Um, talk about it on the channel because i am myself truly excited and this excitement i will as you always know when i'm excited i will not feel shy to convey that to you <laughs> <laughs> so, so so i am truly looking forward to that quest 3 and what it can do nice nice so um let's talk a bit about the anticipated valve party crash <laughs> I hope it's going to happen. I truly hope it's going to happen. Everything points into this direction, right? We're all enjoying to um, to follow uh, Brad's Brad's uh, Brad, tweets. Yeah. What uh, did Brad say? Tweets about did it. Say like, it's coming? Like, what what's <laughs> no? Uh, I I do this. I, I love to be on his Twitter and check it out and see what what new thing he came up with. He's so, right around the corner from me now. I could drive over to his house. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so the, the chatter is getting so loud. It's not chatter anymore, right? It's like shouting. It, 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 something's going to happen. So right now, as it, if I follow it correctly, <laughs> it seems like there's going to be some kind of new Steam machine, some kind of hardware, something that people can connect with their TV probably, and it's some kind of console where you can play Steam VR games. And this... Console probably also, or very probably also, can make it easier to connect to this Deckard, this um, mysterious VR headset from Valve, which probably is the Index 2. This is where I see it right now. And the question was, is this device a dedicated machine for VR? Or is it more like a console and you can play all the Steam VR games like you can do on the Steam Deck, but in a better with a, with higher specs, so you can play a more current games on this device, but on your TV, and it also can do VR. So I'm in that camp. I do think it's something like Steam Deck, but higher spec, so you can play really all Steam games, all 2D games on your on your um, TV, just like as if it was a console. That makes more sense to me than this being just for Deckard, because yeah, VR doesn't really sell. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> Um, Eric, what are your thoughts on this? A hundred percent agree. I, I don't know if everybody re remembers, but back when, like, uh, right around the time the DK1 
uh, was launched, the original, um, the original Kickstarter with Palmer Lucky. Steam had come out that year at CES and, and unveiled their Steam box. And if you don't remember what the Steam box is, yep. it was supposed to be exactly what we're looking at now. This was a standalone console device that you could play your Steam library through. This was in 2000, and what was that, 16? You know, or 15? So this was back then. Now, it, di it didn't do well. It failed. Um, that's because it was open sourced, and it wasn't just uh, Valve who was making that Steam box. They had actually given it up to several other companies to make their own version of the Steam box to use with Steam VR. So ultimately, it failed. But I think it failed because, number one, I, the use case, it was just that, a console and a, and, a, and a market of a ton of consoles. And two, they gave it up to everybody else and didn't do it in-house. Now you have them working on that technology for years, getting it right. Now they're ready for this Steam, you know, whatever they're going to call it, this Steam console that they're going to release, that you're going to be allowed to play VR on. That gives you another use case for something like this. This makes perfect sense now to combo it and make it right. So I think they've had all this time to kind of work on their, their vision way, that they had way back then. And now if they can kind of like pair it with a headset, that makes so much sense. Because like you said, VR is niche, right? So if you just made it for VR, that doesn't make sense. But if you make it for everything and you add VR, then you get two whole different audiences that you can sell this product to. That makes complete sense to me. So exactly. Uh, so it's like I PS5. just hope, I, yeah, exactly. I just hope we see it next week. Like, I want that. Like, I want them to come in and go, boom, here it yeah. is, right on, right on, we buy it. Day. <laughs> boom, here it exactly. is. You can get it, you know, this, this, you know, spring, you know, 2024. Checking VR news every morning. <laughs> no, <laughs> is there any new announcements, any new crazy drops there? It's, it's crazy time. What do you think, Tatiana? Is that something that would excite you? Something like the Steam Deck, but for your TV that can also do VR? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm all for like console kind of solutions that are pre-made for you. You don't need to like build your computers. You don't need to build your setups. I mean, I'm all for accessibility in all kinds of gaming. That's why I started my gaming journey, like the, uh, the ones that I'm actually proud of uh, on a console, not on a PC. So I'm a console player. Uh, just because you know that it's going to work and you don't have to worry about any uh, of the variables that you're responsible for. And uh, I mean, that's the way for accessibility, right? Both in VR and regular gaming. Um, I hope to see that. I, I don't know if I will be playing it too much if it comes out. <laughs> There's just too much. We just have so much, much time, to right? Do. We have to try it at all. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, but no, it's it, of course it excites me. Of course, it, I hope that it's not going to be next week. It's just too much happening. Like, have mercy <laughs> yeah, right. on us content creators. Just like pace <laughs> it out a bit, would you? Um, but I, I will be checking Twitter and news every day, just like just like I do now. Right, right. So wow, super exciting. Um, ho I also hope it drops exactly uh, just like Eric. I do hope it, it drops next week. I, I do understand <laughs> that we we will have our hands full, obviously. Oh, it'll be busy. But 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 I, I still want it. I just want a moment. You know, when when some people are live streaming the Connect, and I believe I was also live streaming the Connect when they dropped the index, and I was just like, "What?" And everything <laughs> happened live. This 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 moment of surprise. In the, in the in the faces of us uh, VR content creators, it's like priceless. So I want it. I want it. It was so exciting last time, and I want that Steam machine. And hopefully, it comes with an exciting headset as well. 
right? That would like um, have wireless PC VR built in that makes it viable to play um, Half-Life Alex um, easily without having to buy a gaming PC. Because yeah, it's still the same thing. Like the general public, they are not going to buy a gaming PC. This brick, right? This is I don't know a thousand dollar brick where you have to know about forty um, ninety and these kind of things. You know, I'm talking. I know we are those guys, right? We are. We understand it. But the general public is not, and they'd rather have like a sexy console, the Steam machine or whatever it's going to be called that they put under their TV. It friggin' works. And you even get Half-Life Alex on it if you buy that other console, uh, that other headset, that new headset. Oh my right? God, that would be so incredible! Like, be yeah, so yeah cool. they they could make it. I truly believe they could make exactly yeah. that. I, I I do hope that it'll come. I mean, if it comes next week, I'll, I'll still cover it, and I, I'll oh still God, get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy crap! I, I'll be like it's a amazing. kid at Christmas time if this happens next week. It would be like, like you said, for the for the creators and us, it would be kind of a nightmare. But for me, as like, uh, you know, as an enthusiast and person who loves what, you know, the, the tech part of it and the gaming part of it, I, I will probably be almost in tears if this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then if, if it just opens um, the door for more people to try, try Half-Life Alex, that would be great. Also, could it reinvigorate PC VR? Because honestly, mm. we don't get a lot of high-class AAA games anymore for PC VR. Right, and uh, honestly, I'm a bit angry also at Valve that they did not follow up on Half-Life Alex. It was that one thing where they just showed up, here, this is how good it can be. Take it and do something about it, but not themselves. So I, f I do feel they did abandon that software part quite a bit after Half-Life Alex. right? So hopefully they could do something about it. Yeah, well, they don't need to, right? They are so cool and they have that money printing machine. They don't need to. They just do <laughs> what they ever feel like. But I truly hope they would pick it up a bit more and um, yeah, simply give us more for PC VR because it needs invigorating. Right, yeah, Eric? What are you or Tatiana, what are you Oh, about? Just, uh, they're underestimating the power of gaming on a couch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in front of a TV. Isn't that why most people play like PlayStation and Xbox just because they can be in the comfort in their living room and not... I, I got to admit, I love my TV. Steam Deck with my Roku glasses. I mean, have you done wow. this combo? I, I All the time. Play, I love it. I can't play I my Steam it. Deck without it. Like a lot yeah, of times... The I, colors like, are I so much better. Yeah, I always did it when I was traveling. Like I always did it like on a plane or if like, you know, and I would just have it with them. Then I started doing it like at home. I just break them out. I'm on the couch and I'm playing like, you know, Vampire Survivor or Hades. And I have now I have, you know, you know, this huge screen in front of me instead of, you know, I love it. A little tiny screen. And, you know, yeah. it's so good. So, yeah, One I mean, the best any... use cases for those glasses. Oh, yeah. No, it's so game, gaming is great. Like, that's why I think, you know, gaming on any kind of visor, like uh, the visor or, or any kind of small headset will be fantastic. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, whatever Valve brings, because I know it's going to be quality. It'll be good. They take their time right They're They're on their own pace. They're, they're on their own timeline. Valve doesn't give a shit when we want anything. They're going to give it to us when they want to give it to us. Yeah, there they are. There's the they are. They're so great. They're nice. Yeah. yeah, I also have some lying around here, the Witcher ones. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> it's so much fun. Love Just it. showing up for yeah. a time. We, show up. Yeah. we got our Roken. We right got here. all we got the Roken. stuff. We got a, I have the Roken also there, and I have the the X Real in my living room. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. worth it. Like I, I mean, a lot, there's a lot of things out there. Where you're like, yeah, it's kind of a waste of money on that, but 
The Rokids are really that, cool. They and then yeah. and the Unreal. I mean, I I've tried both, and the Vitra are cool too. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Really loving, loving them all actually. Yeah, we are show offs. That's true, Birdie. Schnuggle, <laughs> schnuggle Fritz. Well, I we like have your name. Bertie Just... Schnuggle Fritz. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's nice to be able to show up that we have we we do what we say, right? Like I have my Steam Deck right here. I have my rookie glasses right here. I got my you know, we right. this is where you know when we say we use these things, we really do. Exactly. That is absolutely true. Yeah, cool, cool, very cool. So let's see what Valve does. We all hope for that crazy announcement even though yeah probably lots of work for us <laughs> exactly yeah but there is another company that wants to kind of crash the party or that, that kind of want to make themselves being talked about because we had some leaks i, I truly don't believe that are like leaks they are planted leaks in my opinion and they come from pico so first of all which is not even a leak which is like super official as I mentioned in the very beginning, there was a video on the Chinese uh, YouTube, which is called Billy Billy, and it is about uh, a YouTuber who is discussing the new controller, the new Pico controller, which is just as ringless as the Quest 3 controller. So he's talking about it, and then he goes to the Pico headquarters in Beijing, and he talks to the person in charge of that thing, and they discuss it, and yeah, it is for the Pico 5, of course. Right, so yeah, it, it is basically official. There is going to be a Pico 5 and it's going to have a ringless controller just like the Quest 3. So Pico 5 confirmed. But now what is more interesting, there is, there is a sheet, like a, um, a timeline sheet, which is flowing through the, um, the discords of, of, of all the VR uh, YouTube channels. And in this um, sheet, we see a timeline of Pico 5, Pico 5 Pro, and Pico 5 Pro Max. And I'm going to show this to you right now. And in this sheet, we don't only see the timeline of these devices with Pico 4 um, slated for an April release, April 2024, but also the specs of these devices. And very interesting to see the direct comparison Pico 5 has a higher resolution than Quest 3 with 2560 by 2560. It has the, the same chip and uh, well, same, yeah, controllers, ringless, infrared track, the same stuff. Pancake, second generation um, optics compared to Pancake first generation of the Quest 3. So also a bump up here and um, price also around $500. Release date 21st of April 2024. So all the specs a bit bumped up, just like Pico 4 was better than Quest 2. Interesting. Pico 5, another step up, but now it now the interesting thing. Pico 5 Pro Max. 4K resolution per eye, 3840 by 3840. So so really, really high, even even more than 4K. XR2 Gen 2, same like Pico 5 and Quest 3. But on top of that, customized camera management chip and DisplayPort Direct Connection chip, DP DisplayPort, the stuff that we want, that we already wanted with the Pico 4, the, the stuff that enthusiasts really want so that you can plug it into your 4090 PC, right? Us enthusiasts, and really use that 3840 by 3840 pixels per eye. Super How exciting. Greedy. 
on yeah. one. That's, that's so greedy. Like everyone was complaining about Pico Four not having it, and like we're gonna give it to you, but only if you pay the maximum price for it. Because yeah, they right. saw how much people were complaining people, and wanted it. People wanted it exactly. So so yeah, it seems to be like this um, high end device that we want, right? Like uh, for. 8,000 RMB, if somebody could just uh, exchange that to dollars, uh, probably it's uh, it's more than $1,000, I believe, 1,200 or what. Please, somebody, make that, uh, <laughs> check it out. I think it's 1,099. Okay, dollars. okay, all right. I think I think that's what it was. Yeah. So, wow, this, this looks super exciting for us enthusiasts. And I'm telling you, I truly believe, I, I, I believe that this spec sheet and this timeline is real it's it makes too much sense like the the specs right uh, of these of these um displays these are real displays that are out out already that have been shown on different kind of expos so this is real this is happening the timeline makes so much sense for them so this will be like yeah two years after the pico 4 um perfect timing then pico 5 pro max a bit later and then they finally do the thing with the display port, which the community had asked them about, right? So for a long time. So I, I truly believe this, this, this could be a real thing, this, mm. this kind of sheet. It could happen. So, um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts about, about this um, sheet, about the Pico 5? First of all, um, Tatiana, do you also think this was planted by, um, by um, Pico? And do you believe that people in Europe who already enjoy the Pico 4, which is an amazing headset, are now, because of that leak, are thinking about not buying the Quest 3, but waiting for the Pico 5? Um, I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around it. So I'm looking through the specs. One one kind of question I have is, you know, the Pico 5, I'm, I quickly did the conversion is 479 US dollars. Uh, almost the same yeah. price as Quest yeah, very 3, similar. but mm -hmm. uh, do we have any information about the storage options? Because I feel like right. that's going to be a big, here now. big yeah. deal. Because yeah. uh, you know, Quest 3, that price is for how much? I be, probably the price. Um, well, the price. This is for the for the small the small version of the Quest this, 3, right? Yeah, well, which we don't know. Yeah. They haven't come out and said yet what the yeah, small version you're is right. going to be a 128 right. or a 256. We don't know yet. Exactly. Really. Okay. We have to find out. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of a miss. You know, miss missing piece of information because right. it's 128, right? Then it's like when Quest 2 was released with 64, and then the games were released that wouldn't even fit on a headset like that. With you're this right. next of gaming like as gets wrath 2 i i don't even know if you know very soon we will probably get triple a titles that won't even fit on a, on 128 i don't know um i think that's going to be an important factor here whether mm -hmm. to whether you know i would choose to buy quest 3 or pick a five or people would if they're planned to to play standalone games is even the storage going to be enough there and what's the difference going to be between different uh yeah different so yeah um I'm going I've... to think about it some more. Right, right. So uh, what are your thoughts about this, Eric? Do you think this is, first of all, valid? Do you think this could be real? And the um, same question for you. Oh, uh, no. For you, another question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Pico is finally going to come out in the States to compete against Meta? So, yeah, there's a couple of things <laughs> to impact there. Um, I, think, yeah. uh, I think definitely that it, it, is, it is real. Um, I think it, it makes a lot, like you said, it makes a lot of sense 
we know that the uh, Pico five was coming. You know, I've known that for over a year. Um, we talked they talked about it at CES last year. Pico five was coming. So whether these are the hundred percent specs of it, we you know it's, it remains to be seen, but I think it probably makes sense. I mean, they're not going to come out with another headset that has an XR gen one chip. So I believe it's definitely going to be a, a gen two chip. It makes sense that they're going to have pancake lenses. I would make sense that they probably do have a, a next generation or a new iteration on pancake lenses. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do think that makes sense that all these things that we're seeing here, um, you know, probably are true um, price wise. You know, that remains to be seen. We'll have to see. And like you said, storage is, it remains to be seen to me. What I'm looking at here looks like one of the best PC VR headsets that I'd want to exactly. have. Exactly. I just wanted to yeah. say, like, wow, the, the Pico 5 Pro Max, mm -hmm. this might this might be the, wow, the Pimax Vario killer. Right. <laughs> this is like a real comp competition for them. Yeah, and this is where I think they haven't kind of, like, jumped out at. Like, they, they want to go standalone, right? They want to compete with Meta in the standalone market, and they just haven't been able to. And the answer kind of com combines with that to your other question is, you know, are they going to be viable in that case if they don't launch in North America? Now, the right. only thing that would point me in the direction of that it's possible is we do know that a few months back, the Pico Neo 3 Link was approved for sale in North America. Now, really? okay. yeah, what that exactly means for the, either the Pico 4, which doesn't make any sense now if this is true that Pico 5 is coming, doesn't make sense for, to even worry about the Pico 4 coming to North America. But does this mean, does this open a door for Pico to get the Pico 5 into North America. So that, to me, all the success of Pico relies on getting this thing to North America. Now, will they be successful if they only launch in China and Europe? They will, there's levels of success, right? Like I think they can right. be successful, but, how, but will they be successful like where they wanna be successful and that's to compete with Meta or complete, compete with some of these others on a high-end PC VR headset? then I think they have to launch in North America. They have to figure out a way to do this to hit yeah. all that market. So yes, I am 100% on board with this headset as a PC VR headset, as a standalone, but that remains to be seen what the store looks like and and if they can get into that. Well, it's going to be, it's probably going to be the same store like now. And well, I am in Europe most of the time in Germany and I, I'm watching the store. It is great now. Like yeah. all the mo most of the games, like ninety nine percent probably, it's coming out the same time now. Like like on Quest, it is a full blown nice store with lots of lots of things to play. So yeah, so the Pickle Five Pro Max is basically what the Crystal wants to be, but most probably made in a way that really works. So so yeah, I I do think that this is going to be a real competition. And again, Pimax should drop that portal VR. And try to try to get back to this um, super high, um, yeah, bleeding edge PC VR headset that people want. So for Pico entering the U.S. market, I hope that they do that they would do it, but they would be rattling on some doors that they don't want to rattle on. So it's the political thing, the political aspect. They are so afraid of being banned, just like Huawei has been banned, and that nearly. Killed Huawei, right? In in Europe for sure. Who wants to have a, a phone without a Google Play Store nowadays? Right. For this is just an example. So they are really afraid to enter that market because it comes with so much risk for their company, right? If TikTok, if that all gets banned together with with the headsets, 
it's going to be game over or it's like a, it's really really dangerous for them to go into into the u.s market so unfortunately the political stuff plays into it and therefore we cannot be sure that they try it i would hope for them to try it obviously right because i know the pico 4 is so amazing and i'm still loving the pico 4 it's unbelievable how it can compete against other headsets it's crazy so i'm so looking forward to the pico 5 and i do believe that in europe some people who now love the pico 4 they will actually not um blindly buy the quest 3 they will probably wait a bit and just to find out okay how how will that february preview of the pico 5 look like right es especially if they're not buying every single headset right like like me mm -hmm. so um <laughs> so 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 yeah so i think it's smart that they have leaked it themselves <laughs> for sure and it's exciting it, it's it, it's just getting more and more exciting and it just shows us cool pico is still in the game they are not giving it up and hopefully they will also go for the us and world market i would love that i would love if that would work because it does look again that the Pico devices are going to be technically better than what Meta has to offer. Wait, mm -hmm. Does it say something about um, eye tracking? Here, eye tracking, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm, the Pico 5 mm -hmm. Pro yeah. has eye tracking, just like the Pico 4 Pro had eye tracking. So yeah, good, yep. good. So this will even be better than the Quest 3 in terms of mm -hmm. eye tracking. Can you imagine the, 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 the landscape of VR possibly at this time next year where you could have a Quest 3 Possibly a Quest 3 Lite or a cheaper version of the Quest 3 out. You yeah. could have a Valve Index headset. You could have a Pico 5. You could have, uh, you know, this the second year of PlayStation VR 2. You could have this visor headset. Apple VR, Apple Vision Pro will be out. Yeah. This next, Fantastic. this next eight to twelve months is going to be freaking insane. VR yeah, exactly. is like alive and ready to flow. Look at all these headsets. These companies are not making these headsets to fail. If they didn't believe in virtual reality, there's no way that they would all be putting all this money into these. So crazy. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I feel like we're saying it every year and every year is true. <laughs> and every yeah. year it's bigger and better and more. And uh, it's, it's, it's never, it will never stop. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Like it is, we're getting there. We're truly, truly getting there. And starting from next year, we have Apple there, like this, the biggest company in the world who has a device gonna, who has a device ready. And this device is just going to be better and cheaper and more and more people will use it. So I'm happy that we're in this business together, guys. Really, oh, like it's, it's great that we're here. It's great that we're here now. This will become the most important podcast in the world <laughs> in a few years. Love it. <laughs> Hopefully. And, um, it's just amazing. It's it's just just amazing to be in this industry and so happy that um, yeah we're all in this together here and enjoying it. 144 people watching this right now. Who knows? In a, in a year or two, it might be 1,400, 444. <laughs> it should be. It deserves to be. Everybody should yeah. be watching. <laughs> I yep. hope so. I hope so. Wow! Really, really exciting. What a cool show. What a super cool show. So enjoyed it to speak with, with both of you, obviously. Really uh, love to speak with you every time and glad that we get to know each other through through this industry, right? Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's such a such a big change, like a life change, you know, I guess for everyone who right. started the VR journey, just entered the this, this ex like, extremely close-knit community of VR gamers, enthusiasts, developers. It's like a whole new world. 
it's it's super exciting for us to be a part of it. And you know, everyone who's watching is a part of it too, because you're here, you're listening, yeah, you're contributing exactly. to it, voicing your opinions and comments. Exactly. And and also <laughs> like, for example, doing the poll. So let me end this poll. Oh yeah, where'd we go? Where were I'm curious. Yeah. So are you going to buy the immersed visor? Um I'll wait for review first. 47% mm -hmm. for the majority, it makes sense. Makes no, sense. 36% and 15% are, are simply going to buy it right now. Yeah, good. So, yeah, dear Immerse team, I'm ready. Send ahead. I am, I am ready <laughs> not only to, uh, to look through it, I'm ready to fly to, to Austin, Texas to visit Tatiana as well. She's also there, right? Yay. So. Pick Almost me up there. along, pick me up along the way. There. All three of us will go and check them out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I am ready. Yeah, I'm I'm born ready. So let's do this. Cool, cool. Perfect show. I love today's show. If you did as well out there, give it a thumbs up right now. And uh, even better, write us a five-star review. If you enjoyed these two hours, the best thing to, that you can do to give back to us Get your iPhone or iPad out right now. Open the podcast app that is pre-installed. Find us. Give us a five-star review so that more people can find this goodness. <laughs> this goodness. And also, leave a comment. Leave a comment about all the things that we said. It can be um, controversial, your comment, or anything. It's just good for engaging and telling the, the YouTube algorithm, yes, you want two hours long videos <laughs> so <laughs> so do that that would be really incredible yep and that is everything that is everything that we got for today hope you enjoyed it and um see you in the next one until then bye-bye bye bye-bye <laughs>